Hello, my beautiful people. I am sitting here in quite the funk. I just got back from dinner with a friend. And I think I've been going downhill all day, but not quite registering it. But by the time I went to dinner with someone else and like was around other people, I was able to really see how off I was. This is the first um, Christmas that I won't be with my extended family on my ex-husband's side. And just because I made the decision that was right for me doesn't mean I didn't suffer a loss because of that decision. Grandmas, aunts, uncles, and parents that I may never see again traditions that we're starting to build over the years that are shattered. Even my own immediate family are spread across the U.S. And I'm so glad that we had Thanksgiving, but even that was different this year. And so I will be alone on Christmas with my dog. I'm so glad that I bought a tree this year. And I've tried to kind of rekindle festivities in a way that feels authentic, but God, I just feel heavy today. I feel sad that this is all part of divorce. I was building a family and, uh, It is no more. I was listening to a couple different podcasts and reading a couple different books, and this interesting idea came about uh, with codependency in the holidays and, and growing up in general. And the first phase is, if you're okay, I'm okay. Um, and it's basically caretaking everyone else's emotions and being hypervigilant and really getting out of touch with yourself. The second stage is, am I okay? And you're constantly checking in, but also you're constantly trying to control other people to make you okay. I was not expecting the third stage. I feel like I'm working on instead of are you okay or am I okay it's I am okay and that's my only job to take care of myself to feel my feelings to check in care for my needs and just be gentle with myself and tell myself that I am okay And it's hard because I had this life that I imagined for myself. And I am constantly finding new ways to grieve the loss. In unexpected ways. But also constantly celebrating new wins and new community and new relationships and new discoveries and more peace and connectedness and groundedness. 
And it's all kind of confusing to feel at the same time. And it's frustrating to still be struggling with burnout. Not to the same degree that I used to. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to be out of a toxic relationship and to feel peace. I'm thankful to be out of a toxic work environment and not be constantly on high alert. But I'm still kind of stuck in survival mode until I figure out my my next step with income. Um, I'm working two jobs right now. One as a caretaker and one uh, as a barista at Starbucks. And um, both of those are part-time. Barely adding up to 40 hours if I'm lucky. And pay about half as much as what I was making at my last job. And uh, there really is a short-term solution. And I want to be thankful and I want to celebrate the fact that I got both of these jobs within a month of just up and quitting without a plan. But I'm still scared. I'm still frustrated. I'm still angry. I still feel lost. And it helps to have really close friends who see me, who know everything I've gone through, and who tell me that they are so proud of me for taking the next step and doing what's needed to heal and rebuild. And it's hard to get my hopes up because I'm interviewing for this job that I really want. Um, It seems like a really good fit, and it would allow me to move where I want to move next year. I'm going to be completely remote. I see a lot of potential for adventure, but without that stability, it's really hard to, to lean into all of that. It's hard because I used to have this routine for the dog where he would go to daycare every weekday and now he doesn't and I can tell he's starting to get, if not depressed, like frustrated that he's not getting the socialization that he's used to. And I'm feeling touch deprived, which sucks because it's one of my top love languages. And even close friends don't live super close or they're traveling all the time and it is what it is but I was not expecting to really feel that loss as strongly as I have been and while I'm doing everything I can for my mental health I'm on all the meds I can be on and I'm you know trying to eat healthy and have routine and whatever else is still haywire I'm just tired today was the first week today was the first week this week was the first week that I was working both jobs and I'm so body tired um, and mentally tired you know I really 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 do believe that I'm on the spectrum because 
just being around a lot of loud noises for a long period of time is draining. And then also being on my feet and then also learning new things and using my brain and also needing to socialize and using that part of my brain is expending so much energy. And I know eventually I will be able to put some of it on autopilot, but I can't right now. And I know eventually my legs will get stronger and my hips won't hurt as bad. And, you know, especially if I work in the drive through it should feel faster. I just feel like a teenager again and not in a fun way. Everything's new. Everything's a learning curve. It's like I just graduated college and I don't have a plan. And, uh, I don't know. We had this dual income situation and now I don't have that. And I had a partner that at least I had the physical, like, needs met. And I don't have that. And yet there's also a lot of relief happening it's so fucking confusing I am thankful because I'm trying to lean more into my new community not all of you are new but remembering to just post little useful notes in our discord and remembering to show up for the stream so that y'all have a place to kind of relax and hang out and me too I mean it's not just for other people like I really enjoy having that regularity too I miss writing. I don't have the energy or creativity to do that right now, and I hope that I can find that next year. I don't want to set a bunch of unrealistic goals for myself. I just want community and healing and rest. And I'm hoping I'm able to make that for myself. I hope that I'm able to be gentle with myself after I hit stop on this recording because I just, I feel spent. I feel lonely in my bones. It's not just people lonely, it's that deep realization that this life journey that you're on is only lived by you no one's coming to save you no one's coming to give you direction ah it sucks to realize that you're the adult and it's hard making all these decisions that are against the grain and I forget how much they're against the grain because a lot of my friends are um, neurodivergent and queer and that's my normal that's my home that's my safety net and then I go out into the world and I hear that extended family members are asking about me like is Natalie okay (laughs) because you know they were planning on coming to a wedding in November and then I am getting a divorce now and I quit my job and I cut my hair and I know for anyone who is not neurodivergent and queer you don't recognize the renaissance that is happening 
all you see is someone going off the deep end. And you know what? Sometimes it feels that way. But also, I'm finally listening to myself. I'm finally brave enough to listen to myself. And I know sometimes it takes people decades and sometimes people don't even do that in a lifetime. And so I would rather do it this way than regret not even trying. But it's fucking terrifying. It's not easy. But I also know when deep in in me, I know when something is an emphatic yes. When something is time. When it's time to do something. I think that's part of what was so frustrating this last year. I kept, you know, feeling like it was time to leave my job, but not feeling the yes. And I was interviewing and interviewing and interviewing for over a year now and getting to be the finalist but not getting an offer and it also really hurts to look back at how not excited I was for the wedding little signs that I didn't know until after the separation like my parents do um, marriage counseling and they noticed that it took me a long time to send the invitations. And they've counseled probably about 15 or more couples, and they said one of the first things the bride does right away is that she's super excited to send the invitations. And it was really unusual for me to drag my feet so much. It's hard because I feel like it was like, I was listening to my gut on everything else. It was the perfect wedding dress. It was the perfect venue. It was everything I wanted. But it wasn't the right person. That sucks. And it's so funny because I wanted (laughs) the original best man and best person or best maid of honor or whatever. I so knew that I wanted them there more than, like, I can't even picture coming down the aisle to my husband. That wasn't an image in my mind. And when stuff like that happens, it's like I know that's not meant to be my future. But it didn't click until it did. It's just real hard to look back on everything. It's hard to not have a solid plan for the future. I feel like I always have something I'm working towards. And I have a vague ghost of an outline for next year. I really do think I want to move. I think I know who I want to live with next, hopefully. Um, I just need to figure out the how. (laughs) Um, Energetically, I'm looking forward to leaving behind this apartment. And living in a place that he hasn't been in. Living with friends that I love dearly. Just starting over. 
intentionally. I feel like graduating college, the first job I took was not intentional. It was desperate. The place that I lived wasn't necessarily intentional. It just was the cheapest option. It was what I could afford in the moment. And then we stayed here because it remains the most affordable place in the area. And I stayed with Charlie because we were already together. And we already had our little routines. And COVID was something I didn't want to experience alone. Like the pandemic. Um, But I always knew I wanted to move out of state. And I also knew that he didn't want to move out of state until certain relatives passed away. Which is so funny, because the second we got separated, two days later, he moved states. Even when one of them is still alive. But um, that's a that's a whole other thing. Hmm... I'm glad I get the opportunity to be more authentic to myself, to tell myself that I am okay, to make all of these decisions, because no one else is going to make them but me. But that doesn't make it any less scary. It doesn't make it come with any less consequences. All of it is hard, but... The thing I kept telling myself is at least it was a hard that I got to choose instead of kind of falling into it or having it almost like inflicted on me. At least if it was a hard that I chose, I could put up with it or, I don't know, accept it more. So... I guess trying to come back to why I even hit record. It's the holidays. Thanksgiving has come and gone. Christmas is around the corner. Yule has just recently passed and that was energetically weird for me. There's just a lot of emotion dragged up from it. And New New Year's is just, I don't know, a week or two away. Everything is in constant flux. And, uh... It's hard to feel any sense of groundedness when everything just keeps shifting around me. Hmm... But hey, I am okay. I have a roof over my head. I have some sources of income. I have family and friends that love me. I have dear friends that love me enough to ask me to move across the country with them. I have a community that I'm building. I know I have a big life ahead of me to lead. I am okay.
I get to rest. I get to do all the self-care I need to do. I don't need to tell myself all the things that I haven't done yet. Beat myself up. I don't need to think about what ifs. I don't need to mourn a perfect holiday that never existed in the first place. I just get to be. I get to show up exactly as I am. And I get to keep living authentically, listening to myself, and uh, being an example for others to do the same. I'm so proud of all of my friends who are doing all of the, the hard work, the excavation of self, the therapy, the, the questioning, being brave enough to ask questions that some people never ask. Being brave enough to set boundaries in order to have better emotional regulation. All of you are such an inspiration in different ways, and I'm really grateful that I get to do the same for you. So during this holiday season, it's not about embodying a perfect little holiday card. Embrace the mess. We got this.